0: It was like a very sexual experience with myself in the mirror, it was very interesting and I was just like seeing myself in this new light, this very high self-worth light and then my face changed and I saw a different face in my face. Everybody, here I am. This is a solo episode of Root Awakening Health podcast, but, and I say but because I know sometimes solo episodes aren't as exciting as a conversational podcast episode. But I have a special story to tell you guys. It's a crazy story. It's the story of my first and only big trip on mushrooms. That was a super spiritual, crazy experience. It affected my life after the fact. And I did this whole experience on mushrooms by myself in my room looking in the mirror. And it was wild. So I want to tell you guys about that today. And here's the thing. I've got a belly full of espresso right now, but not just a belly. Let me tell you what I have a belly full of right now. I have a belly full of espresso. I have a belly full of ice cream. I had espresso and ice cream together. That's an affogato. And then I had a whole sheet, no, a whole lamb's heart raw. Just finished it off right now. Part of the reason why I'm recording this episode like only 12 hours before the episode drops because it took me so long long to finish the lamb's heart but it was good. Um, I, I have a belly full of cheese. I have a belly full of raw kefir. I have a belly full of what else was I eating? Raw bone marrow and I'm just so proud of my diet. I was literally just now sitting at the fucking dinner table crying because I'm so grateful about this food that I've found. Like not just the stuff that I consider really healthy but like eating ice cream and espresso and enjoying raw meat that I find really good for my body and the ability to get my mindset around this freedom that I'm experiencing. And during dinner, I'm watching this uh, Amanda Francis's money course. I'm learning more about finances and all that, like going to the next level in finances. And... I'm just so fucking grateful for that because it's literally changing my life and it's giving me a level of high self-worth that I didn't even know was fucking possible, you guys. Four years ago, I had shit self-worth. Four years ago... I just wanted to stay out at the bars all night and get fucked up because that was the only way I could feel confident. And I wasn't even feeling confident. I felt like shit about myself, but it was a false form of confidence. And I, I wasn't even crying because I didn't even really know how to cry. I just had outbursts of crying when I was drunk because I didn't know how to emotionally heal. I didn't even know what that was. I didn't feel safe to do that. I didn't have the self development space to know how to do that. Four years ago, that was me. That's not that long ago. Now, I'm looking at myself, eating food that I fucking love, that my body loves, eating food that's fun for me to eat, learning about money and having amazing results with that, having people in my life that are so supportive of me, having a therapist that I fucking love, and I'm so proud of myself for doing therapy, and I'm going to talk about how I got into therapy on this episode. Do you guys understand how overwhelming that is, gratitude wise? Like, I can't believe that I've made these changes in my life, but I have. And it can happen for everybody. And that's why I'm here. Like part of my purpose on earth is to tell you what's fucking possible for you. Because I felt debilitated for my entire life. Before I was into drinking and drugs, I was so disassociated from my life. Even as a child, I was so scared and I would have panic attacks and my life just felt like nothing. For the longest time, my life felt like nothing. And now I can't even imagine a more meaningful life. But it's, but I'm going to imagine it because it is going to get even more meaningful. But I'm like so excited that life can be this meaningful. And happiness exists. And joy is possible to feel. and And gratitude is like authentically possible to feel. I did not know that. And I've been able to get here. I've been able to get here and that's why I've dedicated my life to helping others achieve that because it's fucking possible for you. There's nothing special about me. I didn't go through school thinking, oh, I'm going to be this and this and this. I went through school thinking, am I ever going to be able to be independent because I can't picture myself doing any fucking job. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I, there's nothing special about me, you guys. I'm human. You're human. We all have the same fucking capabilities. We all have different gifts, but they all can be applied to create great success in our lives. So that that's why I'm here. I just wanted to remind you guys of that. That's why I'm here. Yeah, I love talking about myself, but I'm here to remind you guys that like all this is possible for you and more. So there's a couple things I want to say here. One If this sounds inspiring to you, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram's emilys.rootawakening. Root is spelled R-O-O-T. I talk a lot about how I created this in my life, and I give a lot of free content on there. Why? Because for the longest time, I could only afford to look at people's Instagram and get support from that. For the longest time, I didn't have any physical community around me. So I had to rely on other people's Instagrams to like get me through the day and help me feel loved and make me laugh and all of that. And that's why I've created a community on Instagram. I try to make it as community-based as possible because we need that. (laughs) Like, we need that. We need to make social media a positive experience because so many people want to delete it. And it's fine if you want to delete it. But if you're feeling super, super lonely and you want to delete social media, it's possible that, like, you can make social media a connective experience. That's what I've done. And actually, I just dropped a free training. It's 100% free. It's a training on how to make social media healthy because I realized that I don't have many qualms with social media and I run my whole fucking business through this shit. But I don't have like negative experience with social media. I found a way to make it super healthy for me. So I teach you how to do that in this free workshop. Uh, it's a free mini training and it just comes through your email. So you drop your email and I, I it's, it gets sent to you automatically. That's free. I also have launched the Type B Business School. So this is a way for you to start a service-based business online or if you want to sell products or if you want to sell courses or if you want to have consultations with people, it's to start something like that for yourself so you can make income in a way that feels good to you. You can do this on the side of your full-time job, of your part-time job. You can, you can make it work however you want in your life. I've done it all. I've done it on the side of having three jobs. I've done it um, when it was the only thing that I was doing, and it works. I'm telling you guys, it works. I know how to build a business, but not just build an online business – Build an online business in a way that feels good to you, in a way that you love. I work on my own schedule. I work when I want to work. I do not have an alarm clock. Most I'm dog sitting right now, so I have an alarm clock to let the dogs out, but um, most days my norm is to not have an alarm clock. I work in the hours that feel good for me, and I have totally destroyed society's idea of what is productivity. When I destroyed society's idea of what is productivity, I was able to make my own version of productivity, organization, consistency. I was not these things before I let myself be myself. Once I let myself be, be myself, I was able to create my own version of consistency, my own version of organization, my own version of productivity, my own version of confidence, my own version of selling my products. It's what I'm doing right now. I'm just speaking heartfelt. This is not from a script. I'm speaking heartfelt to you guys. This is my form of fucking marketing. I was just thinking about how I don't give a shit about marketing. Like there is not a module in the type B business school called marketing because I think that puts so much fucking pressure on the idea of like sharing what you have to give with the world and taking money from that. And there's nothing wrong with exchanging money for your gifts. As Amanda Francis says, people want to pay you. People want to pay you for what you want to do. Every single coach that I've hired, and personally, I have hired like $15,000 worth of coaches in my life. I have wanted to pay them all. And I would pay them all 10 times again because they helped to change my life. People want to do that for your gifts, whatever they are. And the Type B Business School can help you find your gifts and start experimenting with how you can build a community online, how you can build a following online, how you can start getting paid for your natural gifts that you have that you don't, you might not even know you have the gifts, but I'm telling you, we will identify those gifts. And yes, I will work with you directly in the Type B Business School because it's a group coaching course. I also have a group coaching course called Manifestation Exploration which is just how to construct your life the way you want. What do you want to cultivate in your life? Do you want to cultivate happiness? Do you want to cultivate love? Do you want to cultivate community? Do you want to cultivate a new job? Do you want to cultivate um, material items? What do you want to cultivate? That's what manifestation exploration teaches you. And it's also a group coaching course. Therefore, you will have access to community and access to me. And then I have some other workshops and courses that are a lower price point. You can find all of these in the show notes of this episode or in my link and bio on Instagram. Okay, so let's just get into this episode. Yep, we're doing it. Okay, so the first time I took psilocybin was about exactly a year ago, January 2022. And I wanted to experience microdosing. So I got a microdosing protocol and it was like 30 days worth of... Uh, mushrooms in like capsule form so I had like a small healing experience with that over the course of a month and then I came across someone I actually I did manifest this I know people kind of like talk shit about manifesting like it's some mystical magical stupid trendy thing but you guys once you learn the principles of it call it whatever the fuck you want but basically you get what you want pretty close to the time that you want it (laughs) like it was amazing I um I was actually invited to house sit at a at a homestead and I was getting paid to house sit at a homestead it was amazing And I really wanted to be in front of a real fire like before the summer ended and the guy whose homestead it was, he built me this fire before he left and all I had to do was light it. It was amazing. And on that same day, I met someone through friends. So I knew this person through people that I trusted and this person was like, I have a bunch of mushrooms. Do you want some for free? And I was like, yes. So this person gave me like one giant magic mushroom And then a lot of microdoses and the night that I was at the homestead, I took a couple of microdoses just to see what would happen and I was feeling great. I was conversing with some of my friends whom, by the way, I met in a business coaching program. So that's why I do group coaching programs because you can seriously meet your best friends in them. But anyway, we were talking via WhatsApp. I was microdosing mushrooms. It was a great feeling. But then I just kind of felt like, okay, I am ready for a bigger experience. I am ready to take the giant magic mushroom. This was about a week and a half or two weeks later. So I was like, it's time to take the magic mushroom, the big magic mushroom that this guy gave to me. I just could feel it intuitively. It was time. This was about, like like I said, a week or two later after the homestead experience. So it was a Friday. I knew that I had no plans. I knew that I had no plans for the weekend. All of my clients have been attended to and it was a perfect day to take the mushrooms. Now, I know that... Dark shit is gonna come up in my healing experiences. Like, I don't know, I've just had a dark past. I've heard about people's mushroom psilocybin experiences and I've heard that they're dark. I've heard that they're awesome, but also dark. And I just kind of had a feeling I'm gonna have a dark mushroom experience because, like, I don't know, I just have shit in my life. And I was kind of, I wanted to expect the worst. So I took the magic mushrooms. It was a fall day. I go outside. Just to take a nice little walk while the mushrooms are kicking in. About 10 minutes after I took that big mushroom, I started to feel it and I was like, oh fuck, I'm already high. And it's only been 10 fucking minutes. What is this going to be like? So halfway through my walk, I'm looking at the fall colors. It was amazing, but I'm like, okay, I'm starting to look like a crazy person now. Like I was grinning like crazy. I live in the suburbs or I was in the suburbs at the time. So, you know, I'm already the weirdo on the block. No one else looks like me around there. And I'm just like, I gotta get inside. I don't want anyone ruining my high because they're like staring at me and looking at me weird. So I got inside and I sat down in front of the mirror and I was like, oh my god, I am fucked up. Like I am getting fucked up. But it was really more like I felt drunk at the beginning. Like stuff was just blurry and crazy and colors. It wasn't getting deep yet. But then I started to hear voices. (laughs) I started to hear like, intuitive voices. It wasn't like a really loud voice, but it was like an inner voice. I don't know if you guys have ever felt. It was more of a felt feeling that was being expressed through my thoughts. I would love some feedback here if you guys have experienced this as well. Just even in sober day to day life, if you, if you kind of feel like you can hear your intuition, but you don't hear an actual voice, it's kind of like the intuition feeling is being expressed through your thoughts. So I started to hear that voice and it was, Oh, God. Okay. So here's a little backstory. The day before this mushroom trip, I met a guy online on Bumble or something like that, one of the dating apps. And he was a cool guy. We got along right away. He made me laugh a lot. So I was like, yeah, he's cool. But I didn't really, you know, I was trying not to put any pressure on it. And at that time in my life, I was very casual with how I wanted to meet people. So I was like, he's a cool guy. And we um, like video chatted that night. So now it's the day after I meet this guy and I'm on mushrooms. I'm by myself in the mirror still. And this intuitive voice is telling me that guy you just met yesterday, that is your person. You are going to be with that person for the rest of your life. You are going to have children with that person. That is like your person. The person that you've always wanted ever since you were a little girl, that guy is your person. And I was like, what? (laughs) Even when I was high. And I'm such a romantic too, but even when I was, you know, in that space and It would have been so easy to be like, oh my gosh, yes, that must be right. I was like, what? This is weird. Like, the person was great. Like, the guy was cool. But it was very... It felt like a very unintelligent mushroom intelligence, you know? It felt like... How How is this the person that's supposed to be in my life? And I started seeing visions of like who this person was and how our how everything in our lives led up to this current experience. So that was crazy. But then I kind of started to try to focus on other stuff because I'm like, this whole mushroom trip cannot be about this guy. This is about my inner healing. So then... I wasn't trying to focus on this, but I kind of put the intention that I wanted to switch topics. And then I started to see ancient India. I got a vision of ancient India and there was a parade in ancient India and the whole vision was blanketed with pink and oranges and deep reds like these really pretty colors that you can sometimes see in like Indian dress and yeah I don't know it just seemed all very appropriate and I started to get the feeling oh my god this is one of my past lives this is one of my past lives and I saw myself as like a like a princess like an Indian princess going through this crowd like a beloved public figure going through this crowd now pause the story for a second because i know what a lot of you may be thinking like you might be rolling your eyes like oh great yeah she thought that she was a princess in a past life of course she did of course emily thought she was a princess in past life and i get it because i've heard other people talk about their psilocybin experiences and i'm like oh really you were like a king and a queen and all these important people in your past life really but that's just what what I saw in the vision. Like I'm not saying that that's true. I'm not saying that like every fiber of my being knows that. I'm not saying that what I felt in that moment is reality, but that's just what I saw in this vision and what I was hearing through this intu- intuitive voice. And throughout this whole time, I was seeing these visions, but I was still very I would say, with it mentally. So I was having a normal Emily reaction to all of these very grandiose, intuitive feelings. Like, what? (laughs) I was a princess in ancient India? What is happening right now? (laughs) <laughs> oh, you know, it was like this split feeling, but I just saw it so clearly. And I, and this intuitive voice kind of told me like, yeah, you were. Why do you think you lead this community online? Why do you think it's important for you to be a leader and be someone that people can hopefully look up to and be all these things? And I'm like, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. And then I keep looking in the mirror and I'm starting to see Features of my face, they aren't changing, but it's like I'm seeing these features in my face in a different way than ever before. And I'm starting to really appreciate these features in my face. Like I'm smiling and I'm giggling and I'm like, oh, I have such a nice smile. I like the smile that I have. And I was just really, I was like making sexy. It was like a very sexual experience with myself in the mirror. It's very interesting. And I was just like seeing myself in this new light, this very high self-worth light. And then my face changed and I saw a different face in my face I saw this beautiful black woman and who was like very voluptuous and had like beautiful skin and but the same smile as me it was like my smile on a different face on my face so now of course the logical part of my brain that was still kind of turned on was like oh now we're tripping (laughs) like now we're tripping so this woman starts talking to me <laughs> this woman that I see in the mirror starts talking to me because I was thinking, oh my God, this woman, this like beautiful black woman, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. And she was like, I am you and you are me. I have chill- chills right now. She was like, I am you, you are me this is a lineage that you're carrying on so she was part of a native tribe and she's like you your ancestry goes back to these native tribes and these tribal medicine women and that's why you're interested in herbalism that's why you're leading a community that's why you want to help people heal you are carrying on this lineage and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> like it makes sense, right, you guys? Like it makes sense if we're interested in something and then we're tripping on mushrooms and this this woman is, te- this very wise woman is telling us like your interests stem back to like these very basic values that humanity has always had. It makes sense, right? So I was like, holy shit. And then I saw this woman that was like, looked similar to like Native American and she was like, why do you think you have tattoos? You've questioned your tattoos before. You've questioned if it was all ego. You questioned if your tattoos were really authentic to you. Well, why do you think you have tattoos? Because you're carrying on this lineage. You're carrying on this medicine woman vibe. She didn't say the word vibe, but like for lack of a better word, she said, tribal tattoos used to be a part of humanity it used to be very symbolic and you are carrying that on that's why you have this desire to get tattoos in this time in this life and that just hit home for me because everything she was saying was so legit you know so then I kind of got taken back to that ancient Indian vision and it was like the henna is like the tattoo and I know this sounds so cheesy right but this is what I was hearing the henna is like the tattoo and this is being carried on and you are carrying on. You're helping to carry on this tradition that's so revered and that's such a serious thing and not some degenerate thing that people tell you it is. It Tattoos and body markings are sacred and you're carrying that on. And at this point, the logical part of my brain was like, yeah, that's so true, <laughs> you know, and I, I still kind of see that. I think it's really, really beautiful. Like, it really struck home for me. So then, 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 I had all of these beautiful visions. And just like I heard, I've literally had people on the podcast talk about this shit. Just like I've heard in the stories that other people have told me about psilocybin experiences, I was in heaven. I like, Uh, not literally in my vision, but I had heavenly visions about this medicine woman and the parts of how I can contribute to this world in this life. I had all these heavenly visions and then we descended into hell and I had these fucked up visions and I knew they were going to be fucked up. Thank God I was prepared because I I just knew they were going to be dark. So then it started going into my past lives that were like more recent. So like, I saw one that was in like the 70s, 80s, and I was a hooker and I was addicted to drugs, which makes so much sense because I have had drug dependencies in this life, but I was like a heroin addict. I've always been in this life. I've always been fascinated with people who are addicted to drugs on that level, like in so intensely. And when I lived in New York City, I would know, I just have like a big sense for addicts like I would just know what kind of drug people are on I could just tell because I used to be into uppers into downers I've never done heroin or anything like that thank god but I could tell I just always had this weird connection with addicts in this life so you know when I was on the trip when I was on the mushroom trip I was seeing my past life as an addict as a hooker and I was like this makes so much sense with just what has happened in my life you know. In in this life, I've had sex unconsciously with people. I've had sex with a lot of people. I've just, sex has been this thing that was like, felt like it would be healing for me at a certain point, but really was the opposite. And now at this point in my life currently, it does feel healing, but like in a beautiful way, like I've always had an interesting connective relationship to sex that used to be really imbalanced and, you know, I'm working towards balancing it. So it was no surprise to me that I got shown a past life where I was a hooker and it had to do with drugs. And then the guy that I had met, you know, in real life that I had met the day before, then the guy starts showing up in these more recent vi- visions and he was like my partner in this past life and we were like I was a hooker and he was my partner and we were both just trying to get drug money like it was so just like a movie and then I started to see like just like the darkest shit that I could ever imagine and I knew I was going to see the darkest shit that I could ever imagine like child pornography stuff um, like create like that kind of shit between me and my dad. Um, in a past life and like just really horrific stuff and luckily I wasn't high enough to be totally consumed by these visions I was still like okay I know it's because I'm on mushrooms you know that logical side of my brain was still alive during the mushroom trip thank god because I was all alone you guys and I was looking in the mirror and I was like oh my god this is so dark but there was just this voice that was like okay you have to go through this you have to see this you have to overcome this then i started getting so high like so tripping i had to climb into bed i was like got to get out of the mirror have to climb into bed and then i started seeing what is possible in this life in the future and it was so beautiful and in the in the trip you know when i started seeing these these visions about what's possible in the future i saw myself traveling i saw myself as a powerful businesswoman i saw myself having a lot of influence and being really balanced and being able to give my money to people and help them invest in their own businesses which is something that I I truly want to do. I want to give people stipends and give people gifts of money so they can invest in their own businesses and start cool shit in the world and I just started to I just heard this intuitive voice that says yeah, this is possible. And like, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. And it felt so good. And throughout all of these fucking future visions, this guy that I had met was in them. So I was like, am I, am I really seeing my person? Like this kind of feels too good to be true. Is this really my person? Is this really like who I'm meant to be with in life? But I, of course, I was like, wanted to believe it, you know? Um, Because it was, it just felt really good. And like, oh, you're going to have kids with this person. Like, you guys, I know this sounds crazy, me saying it out loud. But I was in a mushroom trip and I was like, I don't know. I've heard a lot about mushroom intelligence. And I've literally had people on the podcast. I'll link one of those episodes. I've had people on the podcast who have met their person this way like they took psilocybin mushrooms and they had these visions and they ended up with that person and they're still with that person today that I know of so like it felt too good to be true and at the same time I was like I don't know maybe it is mushrooms mushroom intelligence man and then (laughs) This is the next, the the next layer of intensity is coming in. So I'm like rolling around in my bed, having a sexual slash just trippy experience slash emotional experience because I'm crying. What I did not mention to you guys is that when I decided to do this mushroom trip, I was at my parents' house in the suburbs and my dad had just come home and he was downstairs. I was up in my room, the room I sleep in, and... He didn't know if I was home or not. Something in him told him to worry, and he got really worried that I like wasn't okay or whatever. So he's knocking on the door, and before I could even answer, or actually, I think I did answer, but my dad is um, he can't hear very well anymore. so he didn't hear me. So he opened the fucking door, and I am crying my eyes out slash having this sexual weird experience and I turn and look at him because I'm still super high and I'm like dad it's okay I'm okay and he's like okay I just wanted to make sure that you're all right so he closes the door he's clearly so afraid like what is happening to my daughter but he closes the door and he goes back downstairs and then I get this intuitive feeling that says go downstairs give him a hug Tell him that you're okay. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm still high as fuck, you guys, on the mushrooms. So I get this feeling that I'm going to go downstairs and hug him and tell him that I'm okay. I do that, you guys. I fucking do My dad is not the type to be like, oh, yeah, psilocybin mushroom. I don't even think he knows what mushrooms are. He's in his mid-70s. He had me in his 40s. He is much, much, much older than me. He is in a much different generation he is the age that like most of my friend's grandparents are he doesn't know or believe in psilocybin mushrooms that I know of he is he's a very conservative conservative guy I could not tell him that I was on mushrooms he didn't know I was on mushrooms I go downstairs and I'm like dad I know that this is scary but I promise I'm okay and you could tell he was so freaked out but like Trying to work with me, you know, poor guy. He's like, okay, what's going on? What's happening? And I'm like, still in my trip, right? So, as far as I know, I have just met my life partner. I have just seen everything I needed to see about my entire life. I just got all of the reassurance that I've ever wanted in my life. And yet, I still have this logical part of my brain that's like, are you having a mental breakdown right now? (laughs) Are you having a mental breakdown right now? Or is this real? Because it it was this like whole too good to be true feeling like my nervous system could barely handle it. But I just kept going on and on talking to my dad. I was like, you know what, dad, everything's great. Things are about to get a lot better. And he's like, what, did you meet someone? And I was like, yes. <laughs> can you imagine my dad like thinks I'm crazy, right? I'm like, yes, I met someone and it's going to be great. And you can tell he's horrified. He's like so scared. And I felt in my body, you know, that logical part of me was like, he is going to call the cops on me and I am going to end up in an insane asylum tonight because he probably thinks I'm having a mental breakdown. And like, maybe I am having a mental breakdown because I'm on mushrooms, right? I feel crazy. I feel crazy. And I feel also better feelings than I've ever felt like in my life. Like the euphoria was insane. So I was becoming overwhelmed by this. Like, am I having a mental breakdown or is this the best thing ever? And is this my actual life? So I was having kind of like a death rebirth thing, but like in real time when I'm trying to talk to my dad who doesn't know I'm on mushrooms. So I was like, okay, dad, I need to sit down on the couch because I almost felt like I was going to pass out. I was like, am I going crazy or not? Am I going crazy or not? Like it was just, it was so insane, the feeling I was having. So I sat down on the couch and I'm like, dad, I need you to sit with me. And by the way, you guys, my dad and I have always had quite a tough relationship. Like, I don't just hug him all the time. Like, we have, I have created a very good relationship with him, but like, we're, he's not a hugger. Like, we don't hug, really at all. But we were hugging, and I was like, laying on his chest on the couch, like I was a little girl. And I was like talking to him like I talked to you guys, like, fuck this, fuck that, you know, all these things. Like I said, he's very classically from a different generation. I wouldn't normally talk to him like that. But we were having this, it ended up being this crazy connective experience, you guys. He ended up being like, okay, I don't know what's happening right now, but I love that you're talking with me so openly and, and hugging me and telling me that you love me. It was a life-changing fucking experience between me and my dad. And of course, there was this other side of me that was like, (gasps) he's going to call the cops on me. I'm going to end up in an insane insane asylum. What am I going to do about my clients? I have to support my clients, but I can't. Oh my God, am I going to let them down? I'm having this like crisis inside of myself, but at the same time, I'm trying to like keep it cool for my dad. And we're just like talking, me and my dad and I are just talking about all this shit that we've never talked about. And I was just telling him what I needed from him. And it was just this beautiful experience, but also terrifying. And also physically, like my nervous system was having a hard time handling like all of these feelings at once, which I think was adding to like the crazy feeling, you know, the insane feeling. Then after a couple hours... This was so scary, you guys. Like, it brings back fear, just talking about it, this fear of, like, oh my god, I've never done this before, and I'm just, like, handling all of this by myself without a shaman or, like, someone to guide me. It was just so scary, but beautiful at the same time. And my dad was just, like, we ended the conversation. I sobered up. I started making more sense, and then I think my dad started trusting that, like, I'm okay. And he actually said, wow, if I ever had a doubt about your emotional standing, I definitely don't have a doubt now because I think we had this connective conversation. He was like, wow, like I was just talking to him honestly. And that really helped and um, bless his heart. I mean, I think this was all God led you guys. Like, I think God brought me downstairs. God allowed my dad to just listen and be receptive, which he doesn't always listen. And he's not always receptive, but it was just this divine moment. And we ended the conversation. And he was like, Oh, man, what did he say? He was like, I feel like a new person. That's what he said. He said, I feel like a new person. And I was like, oh my God, amazing. Half of me was so happy that we had this connection and half of me was so relieved that he wasn't going to call the cops on me and I wasn't going to end up in an insane asylum. Because again, that's like one of my fears. It's just, that's so scary to me. That's like the worst horror movie ever. Like it's so much about that terrifies me. Um, So that, yeah, showed up in the trip as well, that feeling. And so we ended the conversation. And, like, I was just, I stayed home at my parents' house that night, and I just wrote in my journal after I sobered up, and I was like, man, is now I can, like, handle these feelings about this guy? Like, is this guy really meant to be in my life? And so, here's how all of that works into it, and how I can finally, like, talk about this in hindsight. So, I saw that the guy that I had met, you know, in real, in real life on the dating app who came up in the trip. I saw him in person the next day for the first time the next day after my mushroom trip and it went well and we hit it off and it was all good. But I had this pressure in my mind of might this be the guy for me and obviously I knew that was like weird and crazy but also I was like wanted to trust the mushrooms at the same time and I kind of told him about all of this but I kind of didn't because I didn't want to freak him out and it just things escalated really quickly as you can imagine because you know it's like when you believe in mushrooms and mushrooms tell you this and you know people who have been told similar things by mushrooms and they ended up with that person you kind of believe it so After, like, less than a week, me and this guy had, like, I don't know, we didn't even have really time to talk about how we were feeling, but, like, we kind of did, and in less than a week, we talked about not having sex with anybody else and being exclusive in a way, and we had sex that quickly, which is fine, I think, but, um, like, objectively, that's fine, but everything for me just happened way, way, way fast, And then we had sex, and then the next day, like, I didn't hear from him at all, which for me is a big sign that uh, the communication is not working as I want. I want someone to talk to me right after we have sex, you know? Um, And all of a sudden, everything came crashing down as far as, like, who this person was to me. And I realized, Emily, you don't even know this guy Like you don't even know this guy and luckily he was like a safe person and it was all good but it's like everything unraveled immediately as far as this person went in my life and like you guys know I've done so much work on myself and so much healing. I haven't had a moment like that where I've been totally swept away blindly by someone in a really long time, like in a really long time and it made me feel like I regressed years and years and years. And to my defense, I guess, or I don't know how you say that, like to, I don't know the phrase, but like in my defense, I think the mushrooms really kind of fucked with my head about this person. I thought that they were the person for me partially, you know, I don't think I would have thought that they were the person for me necessarily, especially not that quickly if I didn't have that mushroom experience, but I, it kind of got in my head and (sighs) <sighs> so like everything just kind of unraveled and I was like, oh my God, the mushrooms lied to me. I don't even know this person and it come to find out all of a sudden I just felt like this person is not the person for me, like not at least not right now. It just I kind of like snapped out of it and I was like, whoa, what is happening? It's been a week and we're all of a sudden exclusive and this doesn't feel good and this person isn't like communicating to me in the way that I want. And it was just a crazy, weird week. And it was only a week, which is crazy. It feels, it kind of felt like a lifetime because it was just this, this big like mix of a wake up call and so much information. And it just felt like I regressed back, you know, like we have these moments in self-development where we feel like we get to a certain place where something's never going to happen again. And then something happens again that used to happen all the time. And it's scary. And so after that happened, I was like, you know what? I think now would be an amazing time to start talk therapy. <laughs> it scared me so much, you guys. It scared me so much that I got so wrapped up into somebody. Mushrooms are not, it just scared me that I was still capable of that. So I made a therapy appointment and I was like, I've always wanted to try talk therapy. I think it would be a service to me and you guys in my community and my clients if I just had my fair try at talk therapy and what better time than now. So I started therapy and what I have worked out so far in therapy, which is such a blessing, I'm like so grateful for this, is like it's okay that that happened, you know, that doesn't define me. And now in hindsight, I can see why that happened, why I thought that, why I had to have that learning experience. And it was really scary. Like all all parts of that to me is like a scary kind of lonely experience right I went through all of that alone and that's why like next time I have a mushroom trip I definitely want to have it with it with a support system like a physical person at least if not community there with me because yeah, community is just so important in healing, guys. It's crazy. Like community is is so important, but we think we have to heal alone, but we fucking don't. And in my opinion, we kind of shouldn't because it can leave us feeling so isolated and it can leave us feeling crazy, right? I was feeling literally crazy for more than just the day I did mushrooms. The whole week after I was like, I'm insane, right? Like I'm insane. <laughs> and then come to find out in therapy, Therapy helped me like recover from all of that. And I'm still in therapy and I, I love it. But um, it definitely helped me recover from that whole experience to just be like, okay, I'm a human who took mushrooms, who got told things in mushrooms when I was on mushrooms and like shit happened. And it was a reminder that like no matter what I hear in a mushroom experience or no matter what I hear in general. It doesn't have to be my reality. I can take things slowly. I can um, check in with myself and, like, sometimes shit's gonna happen and that's okay. I was saying this on my Instagram stories the other day. It's like, I feel like every good milestone in my mental health has just been another level of me understanding and trusting that I'm human and there's nothing fucking wrong with me. Like, I feel like every level up in my mental health has just been a level up in self-acceptance it hasn't been oh I got rid of this demon or oh somebody cleared me from this thing it's just been like yeah all that stuff happened and it just makes me human and that's okay like it's it I feel like like improving our mental health at least improving my mental health is just more of a self acceptance game rather than like a getting rid of this or changing that or getting rid of that it's just fucking accepting myself for who i am and what i've experienced and then like moving forward with who i want to be you know i'm curious if you guys have any thoughts on this like message me on instagram or um comment wherever and and or email me and and tell me what you think about all these topics because I'm just believing in them more and more you know this this just I kind of just feel like self-development is all self-acceptance because all the forced diets all the forced mindsets all the forced daily schedules and productivity blah 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 and like be this person instead that's all the shit that we let go of right that's all the shit that we can't keep up with those are all the habits that don't stick When we try to be someone else, but when we can really just like look at ourselves and be like, yeah, this is me. This is what happened. And guess what? That doesn't make me any less than this other human. Everyone has their version of embarrassing stuff, stuff that doesn't make them look quote unquote good, embarrassing, weird, crazy, scary, crazy stuff. Everyone has their version of crazy. Everyone has their version of insanity and childhood trauma. And it's just like, I just truly feel like once we can accept ourselves (sighs) that's where the self-worth comes from. It's not from becoming somebody else necessarily. It's just feeling worthy even though all this shit happened, as cheesy as that sounds. So, like, that's what I've learned since this mushroom experience. It's so crazy. I'm so glad I get to tell you guys about this. And if you've made it this far in the episode, thank you. It's, like, such an honor for me to share this with you and, like, have you listen to this. Um, because this is the first time I'm like really reminiscing on this out loud which is such a cool practice by the way I always tell my clients like they can journal or they can say shit out loud like answer the journal prompts out loud into their phone and record it because it's so healing to do that so now I'm like did the mushrooms fucking lie to me or not like (laughs) I don't think that this guy is um, like, we're not talking anymore. And like, I broke broke it off. And I think he was in agreement. And um, I don't think that he's my person at all. But I'm like, where did that come from? Like, is it mushroom intelligence or not? I talked to the guy who gave me the mushrooms. And he said, like, yeah, those All those visions could have been your past lives or they could be manifestations of this life. So in reality, like all that info that I was hearing about that guy, he could have just been like a trauma bond. And that's why I was seeing our past lives together or whatever weird manifestations. Like he could have just been a trauma bond that um, manifested in that healing process but it, it was definitely weird. It makes me look at mushrooms a little bit differently as like not the ultimate truth. Like whenever I am having a psychedelic experience in the future, I can just like remind myself that it's it might not always be what I think, and like it's it's a whole nother practice I think of just like not having to know the quote unquote truth all the time, like just leaning into what feels good in this life and leaning into what feels like sustainable and nice and happy and challenging and exciting and new levels and all that like I don't need to know the truth I just want to have like nice experiences so yeah it was just an interesting like my whole idea of what mushrooms are changed a little bit after that like I don't, and it's also a whole nother level of trusting myself too. Like, am I going to trust the mushrooms as an authority figure? Am I going to trust the mushrooms as God? Or am I going to trust myself? It was a really interesting experience and philosophical realization as well. So that's what happened, you guys. Like, man, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your feedback. I want to hear your mushroom experiences. I'll share them with everyone on Instagram anonymously. If if you would like me to do that, I'll ask consent. But um, I want to hear your thoughts on this. And man, this has been a fun episode. I just, I love hearing from you guys. I said that like 15 times in the past 10 seconds. But I just love connecting with you guys. I love, I just think connection has such a big part to do with healing. And we are just now re realizing that. Because think about all of these tribes. Think about how humanity began. It wasn't tribe, it wasn't alone. You healed together. You heal together, you dance together, you like danced and healed at the same time, and it's so rare for us to do that in the Western world, and I think it's time to start doing that again, and that's why I'm building this community, like that's why I'm building this community on Instagram that's free, you know, I want free resources because like I've been there, you know, I've been there where I wanted help, needed help, but couldn't afford it yet. I want my community to be free, and I want to have a community where like we get to exchange energy. In the sense of like, I get to have clients who I can work with on a deeper more transformative level who can also be in it in the process with other clients and that's where my group coaching programs come in um that's where they come into play and that's why I offer them to you guys I believe in group coaching so much because not only do you get to go through the experience with others like you're in a tribe but you also get to have my support and you also get to see what's fucking possible for you there are so many different manifestation gurus or whoever who have seen the evidence in thousands of people that like when you see someone else do something then you can see that you can do it too it's like they give the example of the four minute mile everyone thought the four minute mile was impossible for the human body and one person did it it just takes one person and then in a short period of time a bunch of other people did the four minute mile so you get to see that in these group coaching courses and I'm just excited to offer them to you so they're in my link bio on Instagram. They are in the show notes. I would love to hear from you in any fashion. My email's in the show. All the ways to contact me is in the show notes. And I love you guys so much. I included the intro and outro in this podcast episode. Um, and I'll talk to you soon. I'm going to have a guest on. I'm going to have a lot of guests. I'm going to have some really, really good, interesting guests coming up on this podcast. So I love you guys so much. I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. I value you so much. You matter so much and you are fucking irreplaceable on this earth. You're here for a reason. So just fucking remember that. It doesn't feel like that all the time, but it's so true. I love you.